more interesting. <laughs> we are 13 episodes in that's not a good sign. no it's not i should print it on a note card though uh you are listening to talk crooked the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh cry and rage about an unspeakable subject Why? while while being drunk <laughs> i need to find a we gotta write that in somehow <laughs> <laughs> while enjoying adult beverages yes though today our adult beverage is coffee and one tequila shot yeah because <laughs> i still have to drive tonight and i'm tired and ate too much dinner <laughs> so. i need to grab my coffee hold on yep <laughs> you put it across the room <laughs> i'm afraid of spilling it well yeah that's fair we don't really have a very big table yet i need to get us a table we need a table if you'd like to donate to our patreon <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna go to big lots did i say that no. I think I'm going to go to Big Lots and get another chair, like that folding chair mm, out mm-hmm. there, so that we yeah. can be kind of cozier. After my moment last week. <laughs> well, my, yeah, my butt went numb Yeah, when we recorded for three hours when I was a drunken lunatic. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I'm Carrie. <laughs> I'm Kay. Oh, and it's episode 13. I know. I cannot fucking believe that we've been doing this for 13 weeks now. Oh, we have done such a good job. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Depression does not win. No. <laughs> not even the seasonal depression. No. We both experienced. Fuck. I forgot to get a blanket. Hang on. Do you have anything to butt plug? I shouldn't say butt plug, mm-hmm. even though I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't want to be a con. I don't want to be a joke stealer. <laughs> Anything um, to plug? <laughs> <laughs> anything to plug? Um, I don't think so. We saw an amazing show this past weekend. We did. That was thank awesome. You. Yeah, thank you, and that's why we drink. We love you. Oh, my God. You were worth 30 minutes in the rain, and I don't <laughs> say that lightly because I fucking hate standing in the rain. <laughs> we were both drowned rats. Completely drenched. Yeah. Except for the top of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I just wanted to get back to the hotel room and get dry clothes on and be warm. That was like my whole goal. (laughs) For the whole night. All of the clothes in my bag that I brought with me ended up being wet after that. Because you were drunk and just pulled them off and shoved them in your bag. I didn't throw mine. I I didn't spread mine out either. I spread out my jacket because it Mm -hmm. was sopping wet because that's what we used instead of an umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) We had no access to an umbrella. Nope. And we were already drunk as fuck when we got there. The rain sobered us up. Mm-hmm. And then I had the most delicious Long Island iced tea. I had a Chuckle Island tea. Yours was more tropical. It had, like, coconut yeah. stuff in it and, like, blue Caraco. And yours was way fancier. Yeah, mine was pretty fancy. I mean, it was it was okay. I really liked the first sip. And then it just... Was, was it like not, too much flavor kind of? Well, it was really watered down. And like oh. I expected it to be like a little more. Mine was not. And LIT does not taste like alcohol though is yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. It's deceptive. There's like six different types of, bo- types of booze and a splash of Coke. And yeah. you, I was <laughs> fucked up <laughs> oh, by yes, the end of were. mine. <laughs> I was having a blast. <laughs> I like I was so drunk. I, I, I was- sucked mine down, though. You yeah. were nursing yours. There's a, that, that's why. Well, I was also trying to play the drinking game. And I was also like so drunk at that point that I thought I was going to throw up. And I didn't want to throw up. Because you show. had like three quarters of a bottle of champagne by yourself. And yeah. did you sneak tequila shots? No, I didn't. I promise. Okay. <laughs> 
I did not sneak shots. We had two shots before we left. I know that. And one of them that I made for us was apparently a double, and I didn't know that. Because I, I was guessing I didn't have a shot glass. Oh, my God. And, um... <laughs> So you had three, really? Yeah. Well, we (laughs) both ended up having three because I made Mm -hmm. them like the same amount. And at least I thought I was very drunk. I tossed mine back easier than my shot glasses here. So I don't think you put nearly as much in mine (laughs) at all. (laughs) Unless I I can just. I I, was drunk and it was dark. Maybe I can just (laughs) fit more in my mouth than you. Uh Ah! Sorry. Yeah. That was gross. That was a dick joke, in case anyone <laughs> <Yeah>. was wondering. <laughs> well, I don't need to practice that. <laughs> My mom's been watching a lot of 600-pound life. Your mom's watched a lot of the housewives stuff, too. My mom has always done that. <sighs> How do you feel about it? I can see that look <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I would want to watch Once Upon a Time. During my high school years, mm-hmm. while it was on, but instead, Real Housewives of New Jersey was on, <laughs> and every week Blech. I got to see what Teresa was doing, like having sex in the vineyard or going to jail for fraud. And then you could hear <laughs> everyone else's opinions on her misconduct. Yeah, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> I love her Jersey table flip, though. My therapist oh, was. My therapist was talking to me today, and, like, I, w- I was having a real rough time. I, I cried. And I, I was like, uh, was yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cry about this. And she's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> she's like, I much would, I would much rather have this than the child that flipped the table the other day, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Did she tell you that story? Yeah. Well, confidentially she, of course well but yeah. yeah she was just like yeah I, I don't have to worry about you injuring me or others or yourself while you're sitting here crying like i had to worry about him injuring everyone in the room when he flipped the table oh he just kind of went crazy and went ah, and flipped the table <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite oh my god <laughs> The, he got to live the dream and actually flip a table. Yes. I was like, I mean, I get it. The only reason I haven't is that there's not a table here for me to flip. Right? <laughs> and I would like for you to continue to see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. The the place that I go to has a lot of, like, children clients. So, um. I mean, that makes sense. It's what a lot of people go into. Yeah. And, um. My aunt does that. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I'm really glad that they have as many kids come through as they do because that means they're getting help. If I had thought of that as an option, that's probably what I would have done instead of teaching. Yeah. Especially after watching Haunting of Hill House and seeing like Theo and stuff. I was like, that's the coolest job ever. And I never thought about it. Like that's it's it's my aunt has her own practice. Like, yeah. And she's really good at it. And I don't know. Yeah. I probably would have been really good at that, but. You know, mm-hmm. school costs money, so yeah, yeah, it does. And it, that kind of and it takes a good credit score to get a, a loan. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> I paid off a credit card today. I was so proud of myself. Yay! We're about to pay off a car. Yay. I'm so excited. Nice. 
That'd be so nice to not have a car payment for a couple of months. Yeah. Well, it's nice for me to be able to put more money in, onto my Discover card <laughs> instead yes. of my credit card. <laughs> um, again, if you'd like to donate to our uh, Patreon. Right. We are dirt ass <laughs> poor. Um, so <laughs> this week we are going to talk about seasonal, seasonal affective disorder. disorder. So this is going to be a pretty chill episode. Yeah. I'm excited. I think we need it. Yeah. Something what did we talk about last week? Because <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh fuck! We talked about the opiate crisis. That's right. Okay, I can't. I, I the word I couldn't say because I, I was so fucking drunk. Yeah, like I don't. I don't edit those in real time, so I don't know. I don't remember. We're always two weeks ahead of you guys. Like, yeah, like I. Uh, we at least try to be. Um, well, I think we're one week ahead now. Yeah, because we took the week off and we haven't. We've been too busy to to make up the deficit. So yeah. Goals in May. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, we're also probably going to try to make a or do a listener's episode in May. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that yeah. before I leave tonight because I had an idea. Oh, okay, um, sweet. Yeah. So this is going to be kind of a different one because we don't really have specific stories, but this is a definitely a disorder that we both um, we both suffer from in, mm-hmm. in, in different seasons, which is yeah. kind of kind of cool. So you're just yeah. going to get to. Basically, we're just going to throw out some facts because it is a really common thing, but it doesn't seem like it's anything anybody seems to really talk about much. Yeah. Um, which I mean, is we what do we're it, here for. Yeah. Which, I mean, we do it where I work, but that's just because we're always trying to figure out why we feel miserable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so I'm going to kind of talk about, I'm going to go through like kind of regular symptoms. I don't know if you brought symptoms of your own. I did. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to just kind of talk our way through it. I think it's going to it's gonna be fun so yeah. and just to head it off we are gonna joke and laugh but we're not making fun of people with this because we have it and yeah, um no. <laughs> honestly if you can't laugh at yourself life's not worth living so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> using humor is a way to kind of distance yourself from the pain so and it, i think i mean that's the way that i get through mine a mm-hmm. lot is to just kind of be like bah ha <laughs> I'm such a lazy bum or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Just to kind of make fun of myself. And then it kind of gives me motivation to not be such a lazy bum or, you know, to kind of yeah. make the change. So I found some really cool coping mechanisms for mine because um, a lot of people with this normally struggle in the winter. I yeah. struggle in the summer. Right. So that's. And like it was just it was cool to see coping mechanisms and stuff because like less than one percent of the people that have this actually struggle in the summer right yeah it's super rare yours is super rare so it actually it works out great yeah um so seasonal let me just give a definition so um by the way all of my research came from psychologytoday.com um because i went through and was really fancy and was cross-referencing things and pulling from a variety of sources. And then at the bottom of the Google page, I found this article and it had everything I was trying to do already. So I deleted everything and this is all <laughs> I'm using. So, um, so this is all from Psychology Today and uh, my own testimony. testimony. So yeah, um, Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD, um, is a type of recurrent major depressive disorder in which episodes of depression occur during the same season each year. Um, so... Just to distinguish, like, I suffer from clinical depression year long, and then mm-hmm. I get way bad, like, way worse in the winter slash fall. It's, well, not so yeah. much fall for me, because I love fall, but, mm-hmm. like... In the winter, it's really bad. In the bad. winter, it's really bad. Um, I was actually kind of talking to my therapist today about mine, because I have major depressive disorder, and but it really flares up from, like, April to August, mm-hmm. and um, a part of that's PTSD, because right 
my family of your trauma. Yeah, yeah well and my family likes to m- make things set up wars mm-hmm. for the summer they right. would plan for this all year like Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> just plotting yes <laughs> plotting in a cave and then in an old house with their minion <laughs> <laughs> and then right before the school year ended they were like ha let's start world war four of course um because we've already <laughs> done three <laughs> good god um, but I also like had a lot of anxiety about school and then just the weather um, mm-hmm. because I I feel really gross in the summer. And dude, me that, too. Yeah. And that all thrown together just is like, here you go. D- seasonal affective disorder in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so during the months that you're actually free, all you get to do is sleep. <laughs> oh, that like, sucks. Yeah. Um, so this condition is sometimes called the winter blues uh, because the most common seasonal pattern is for depressive episodes to appear in the fall or winter and remit in the spring. Um, mm-hmm. And then less commonly, SAD occurs as a summer depression, typically beginning in the late spring slash early summer and remitting in the fall. Um, so SAD may be related in the, to changes in the amount of daylight a person receives. That's actually the most common because of, you know, it being winter and you can't go outside as much. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something that I suffer from. I really hate being trapped in the house and feeling like I can't go outside, especially since my house is so fucking small now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just feel trapped, which I love any excuse to lay on my couch and watch Netflix. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But <laughs> feeling like I can't do anything else like this, this winter in particular was just rough yeah like i mean to the point where i felt like in the morning times i felt like there someone had poured lead into my body and it was like oh waking up for work you know what i'm saying i mean i'm sure like my coworker, i don't know they're all dudes they probably didn't notice but like there's a visible difference between if i'm having a good day or a bad day Mm -hmm. because you can tell when i have like done my hair and put on makeup and like made an effort with my outfit and then like on the days when i'm clearly in like leggings and tennis shoes a sweatshirt have like just mascara and penciled my eyebrows and like that's it yeah and my hair's in a ponytail like clearly didn't give a shit that day you know what (laughs) i'm saying (laughs) well i think it's also because it's one of the first winters in a long time that you had a sedentary job. That's and true, too. That probably, that made it a lot yeah. worse. And you weren't, like, on your feet all day. And That's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It did seem to be a lot worse this winter. Um, thankfully, the, well, for part of it anyway, this kind of got me through it and gave me something to motivate and look forward to. But Yeah. it was rough and it's hard when you have a pet or a kid not that that's equivalent in any way but my my dog is super active which i did on purpose because i know how i am and i know that i'll just lay around if given the option and so he makes me get out of bed and go outside Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because he's super active and he needs a lot of attention and thankfully we did have kind of a more mild winter but most of the day uh, still most still the i would say maybe 60 percent of the days we we couldn't go outside because it was either too cold which i also have rainoids so then that makes it to where my hands freeze off and you know what i mean (laughs) and my feet and everything and it makes it just way more uncomfortable in the winter um and i don't know i just he our house isn't to where he can play much inside anymore either so it's just it just it made it really rough but 
I'm sure it was a whole lot easier in your old house because you had so much more space. Well, yeah, we had that hallway that was like right there. So like Mm -hmm. I could sit on the couch and watch Netflix and then just pick up the ball and throw it down the hallway and not worry about hitting the dishes or, you know, (laughs) like that's the big thing or throwing it into his water bottle or water bottle, water bowl or (laughs) now into the litter box, (sighs) which is leaving my house. Once she's used up this batch of litter, she's, I'm done. (laughs) She can shit outside like a dog. I don't care. (laughs) I can't. Yeah. It gets everywhere. Yeah, it does. And there's poop on my floor and I don't like it. (laughs) Um, So um, to be diagnosed with SAD, an individual must meet criteria for major depression coinciding with specific seasons for at least two years. Mm -hmm. Um, The individual must experience seasonal depressions much more frequently than any non-seasonal depression, which I don't, that doesn't even really make sense (laughs) now that I read that out loud. Thanks, psychology today. What? It's once a year. How would that be more frequently than in, than what? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I disagree. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thankfully the social sciences are up for debate. Um, <laughs> so, uh, seasonal defect, seasonal affective disorder is estimated to affect. Are you ready? How many? Ten million. I saw three million, and I saw ten million. Uh huh. And I don't think this gets reported a lot. Yeah. To be honest with you, so mm-hmm. that could account for the fluctuation yeah they probably extrapolated that data to get to 10 million yeah um but it's a lot of fucking people yeah it is yeah and that's not at all surprising no definitely not um another 10 to 20 percent may have mild sad um sad is four times more common in women than in men shocker yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's not bad enough yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, the age of onset is estimated to be between the age of 18 and 30. Some people experience symptoms severe enough to to affect quality of life, and 6% require hospitalization. Oh, wow. Yeah. Probably because of, like, suicidal thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Um, or because you can feel really, it can make you feel really physically sick, and some people can't, some people aren't self-aware not as a criticism, but, like, just some people just really aren't self-aware as to, like, what is psychological and what is actually a physical, like, malady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my anxiety manifests a lot in, like, a fever and, uh, like, a sour stomach. Yeah. In a way. Or, like, kind of like my stomach's in knots, which used to get me out of school in elementary school a lot. <laughs> I'd just wake up and be yeah. like, my tummy's in knots. And, like, I wouldn't have to go to school. And uh-huh. looking back, that's clearly generalized anxiety disorder. Like, I clearly yeah. had it my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I did that so... Like, I always had such anxiety about going to school. I was always sick. And, mm-hmm. like, I was sick so often that, like, my parents would quit coming and getting me from school yeah see and that's where my mom like drew the line when i went to when i went to middle school she was like okay you are going you're getting that perfect attendance record at the end of this year you are going to school unless you are dying yeah she also i i mean i have a lot of i'm a hot mess anyway uh, (laughs) she had to like pay me for my grade for me to get good grades and stuff like that because i am smart but i also don't see the point Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i see the point logically but at the same time it's like well i mean i know what i know and you know <laughs> i just my brother yeah. and i have the same issue where it's like well i mean why would i need to prove to you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> um 
<clears throat> but anyway, yeah, like, so I guess a lot of people, because I've been to therapy and because I've been on so many different medications and just been, had quite a mental health journey, uh, you know, it just, you, you start to really, you, not not everyone does. And so not everyone is able to recognize what's psychological versus what's actually physical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there have been plenty of days that I could have called in sick, but I knew I wasn't physically ill really Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything I ate it wasn't a bug it was just my brain yeah and because I knew that I wasn't I didn't need to go to the doctor I went to work anyway because we have to have a doctor's note yeah which is the stupidest thing of all time because if you have a stomach bug I'm not fucking going to the doctor and wasting money on that shit for them to say well just drink a lot of water yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying yeah keep your fluids up eat toast Mm-hmm. Make sure you shit. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Well, it's also... On the other hand, it's still the structure I needed because this, I there were so many days that I was like, I could call in today. Yeah. You know? Because nobody depends on me. Re- I mean, they do depend on me, but it's not like I'm making someone else go in instead of me. Yeah. Which is a dangerous... A dangerous excuse or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's... Yeah, it's a dangerous situation. (laughs) I am a very empathetic person and I will cancel on myself always, but Mm -hmm. I won't cancel my day because I know that Kay will have to come in and cover my shift and that will disrupt her day off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, Uh (laughs) that's not, I don't have that in me. Mm -hmm. I will have to, I would have to be dying to call in for something like that. Yeah. And off the record, just in case anybody from work does listen to me, um, but I would be embarrassed at the amount of times that people have called out within the past few weeks. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, we have four employees. Yeah, dude. No, I, I get it. And that's the thing. Like, people don't think about it that way, mm-hmm. but like, I do. So yeah. now that I'm at a job where I'm the only one really affected, mm-hmm. it's more of an option yeah. in my brain now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it definitely became... A more prevalent thought and the thing that made me not was that i didn't want to go have to go to the doctor because that then required a phone call (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying yeah or having to talk to a doctor and be like i know i'm just stressed i just need a work excuse bye (laughs) Uh, yeah which i'm sure the urgent care doctor would be fine she's really cool but Uh um so and i did do a little bit in, in my other research that i did i did see the uh, the age, they have there was like a graph that i found that showed like the ages that it affects and it's all mm-hmm. ages like the yeah. only the only age group that's like excluded are like 13 and under cuz like the one that i you know, saw was the only age group excluded was 0 to 2 oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're just becoming more aware of it now yeah. as a society like where people say that things are overdiagnosed i just don't Sometimes, yes, maybe, mm-hmm. but I think the overdiagnosis is more rare. Yeah. An incorrect diagnosis is more rare now. I think we just have the technology and the know-how and the knowledge to recognize things now. Yeah. Whereas before, they would have just been like, suck it up, you're being lazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, you're just stupid. No, I have dyslexia. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's not they just have their head up their asses anyway um (laughs) when they talk about that kind of that's just ignorant anyway um you just have to take it in the historical context and the time that we're in you know Mm -hmm. what i mean we just know about things more now yeah psychology is still pretty new but we've made leaps in the years that we've been aware of it at least um so 
uh, lost my place. Um, so many people with SAD report at least one close relative with a psychiatric disorder, most frequently a severe depressive disorder or alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> I have both in my family as yeah, well. Yeah, both of those things run in my family. As well as, you know, OCD, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Just general crazy. That runs in my family too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hyper-competitiveness, is that a thing? Like... <laughs> But yeah, so uh, let's talk about symptoms, because this is the fun part, I think. Well, not the first couple of these, but um, (laughs) the first couple of these are super bummers. But um, so symptoms, so not everyone with SED has the same symptoms. That's the biggest thing to realize is that I'm going to list off this big old list of symptoms. You don't have to have all of them. You might have one or two. It doesn't mean that you don't have this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it can manifest completely differently. I'm sure it manifests differently in me than it does in you. Yeah. For sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Especially considering you're like you have more trauma in your past than I do, so I'm sure it's like totally. Di- I'm, we're just we're two sides of a coin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Which we seem to be on almost everything, right? Like. <laughs> Which is great, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. So, of course, the general depression, the the general rule of thumb, depression wise, is feelings of hopelessness and sadness, thoughts of suicide. That old, you know, that old, um, that old adage. I definitely had those this past winter. <sighs> Maybe not even so much suicide, but as like, but just like, maybe I'll just go start over is more kind of where my brain goes now. Yeah. A days. Um, though I did have a couple days of just like, meh, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is my big one is hypersomnia or a tendency to oversleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I haven't actually experienced that. Mine is more um, insomnia. Mine is both. <laughs> yeah. As weird as that sounds. No, I get it. It's like I can't get to sleep. And once I'm asleep, I want to sleep for 12 hours. Yeah. My mom woke me up once because I had slept until one in the afternoon. But also I hadn't gotten to sleep until like 3 a.m. Yeah. See. And Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it gets really bad when I'm on my period, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, <laughs> change in appetite, especially craving for sweet or starchy foods. I made two cheesecakes. Oh, wow. Three or four batches of cookies. I'm trying to think what else I made. Mm-hmm. Um, just all the pasta. Um, (laughs) all the pasta in my house yeah just just all the pasta uh brownies muffins fuck it pumpkin bread Hmm? uh, mashed potatoes just (laughs) all the carbs (laughs) all the sugar and i just kept being like well it's winter yeah everyone puts on winter i would that's how i would justify it to myself because i am really insecure about my weight and stuff and i it would always be like oh my god you're gonna get so fat but then i was like but it's winter who cares you know what i mean (laughs) yeah but it's the but it's christmas eat (laughs) it's thanksgiving the holiday for gorging yourself exactly (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) i just you know you just come up with excuses which then of course comes to this next one which is weight gain Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm (laughs) mm-hmm 
I think That's I not, put on 20 pounds. Yeah, let's not talk about this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think we both gained like five pounds. Yeah. I was doing so well on Weight Watchers and then this happened. And then Kay was like, let's go to Sonic. I want a double cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I gave myself permission to fuck up this weekend. Yeah, you I have to have that. a cheat day. You yeah. have to have a cheat day. Um, I tried to be good. And then that night when we got back from the comedy club, I was just like, fuck it. And I ate a quarter pounder. So, <laughs> um, I had a fish sandwich, which was not yeah, at all you, satisfying. Well, but you did a good, that was a good, that was a good thing. Cause we also had fried pickles at yeah. the club. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, it just, it, it was really, it was a good thing that I did that. Cause now I'm not craving it anymore. Cause it just That's was not true. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, see, that's what always happened. Like, when I start dieting and I start, mm-hmm. I feel really good when I'm eating right. Yeah. And then I start to crave, like, a giant pizza, which is probably what we're going to have for dinner tonight, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow night. Not tonight. Tomorrow <laughs> night. Um, And I'm going to eat a bunch of cheese and a whole bunch of sauce and a bunch of grease, and then I'm going to feel like I want to die. And yeah. then it's going to be out of my system. I'm not going to crave pizza for, like, another two or three weeks, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, Kelly is coming down next week, mm-hmm. and... um. I'm going to let myself have um, jalapeno poppers from Arby's because that is like my favorite thing in the world. Are they good from there? I've never had them from Arby's. Yes. The last thing I tried that was like indulgent from Arby's was disgusting. Oh, yeah. It was their loaded curly fries. Oh, Don't yeah. recommend. No. Don't recommend. It's n- It looks like real cheese on that mm-hmm. poster. It's fucking not. It's nacho cheese and it's disgusting. And Yuck. they get like all soggy at the bottom and mm-hmm. stuff. It was gross. Yeah. Not worth it. I was sitting there trying to finish because my, my mother-in-law had bought them for me. Aww. Stepmother-in-law. Sorry. My yeah. ste- As I talked about my actual mother-in-law past <laughs> in the last episode. Yeah. Stepmother-in-law. I just call her my mother-in-law now because mm-hmm. it's just too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, she bought them for me, so I should finish. And she could tell I wasn't enjoying them. And she was like, you don't have to eat it, Gary. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> well, my favorite things from there are um, their onion rings, which are actually oh, really good. onion rings are good. Yeah, and then the I feel hal- like I've had one of yours mm-hmm. from there or something one yeah. time. I don't know when I've tried them. Um, but I like the jalapeno poppers with their, uh, like, berry dip, some type mm. of berry dip. But I'm only going to let myself have four. And like the little like four piece Mm -hmm. and that's going to be as much as I indulge. And then I'm going to like eat my Wendy's and be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I come here, I get Wendy's. I've already got my food picked out for the restaurant that we're going to on Thursday to CMFM. So. Oh, did you look at the menu? Yeah. Place is awesome. I'm getting the lobster ravioli. It is one of my favorite restaurants. And I think I have a gift card still. Oh, nice. So. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I need to use it. Yeah. So <laughs> not, I didn't even think about that when I suggested it as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a restaurant, but I love macaroni girl. I love, I always get the build your own pasta. Oh, nice. <sighs> See, I've already. My whole mouth just filled with saliva. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off on so many tangents. Oh my God. That's what this episode's for. Oh my God. I just, I haven't had cheesy pasta in so long, you guys. <laughs> Though I did because I was hung over on Sunday. I did make ramen with egg and cheese. Oh, Nice. But those are like rice noodles, so I don't really, aren't they kind of, I don't know what they are. I don't count them. I don't count them. They probably give you cancer. And you know what? No one's, (laughs) (laughs) no no one saw me, so calories don't count. Um, So. (laughs) And and, and it was on Sunday. Those were the Lord's calories. Yes. (laughs) Those are the Lord's. 
its calories. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all I'd had to eat was that bagel that we got. So, um, an orange scone was. Amazing. Oh my god, I another. fucking love Panera. Um, god, I'm I'm hungry again. How can I? I'm not even hungry. <laughs> we're we're talking about indulgent love, food. Let's continue. I just love food. Um, <laughs> and sushi. Mm, anyway, so. And here's the other one that I've already talked about was a heavy feeling in the arms or legs, um, a drop in energy level, decreased physical activity. Um, I bought an elliptical machine and I've used it once. Hmm. Josh has used it more than me now officially. Oh, wow. Because he's going to try and run a 5K because he needs motivation. Yeah. He, we don't have children and he has a dad body, <laughs> which doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I love him no matter what and I love his little belly, but... None of his clothes fit. So, (laughs) poor Josh. Yeah. So, uh, fatigue, of course. Um, Difficulty concentrating, definitely had that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I like whenever I go to work, it's like a fog just settles over my brain. You know, like I wish McDonald's would get on board with cold brew because I would be all over that shit. I actually put two cold brew smoothies in my next daily harvest bowl or next daily harvest box because like my most effective day at work was when I'd had one of those cold brew smoothies that morning and I just need way more of a stimulant than just regular coffee can provide now. Yeah. You know, because I have to focus. Yeah. Because I don't have the endorphins of the physical activity that I had at at my other job that Mm -hmm. allowed me to concentrate better, I guess. Yeah. I have had such a awful time trying to sit down and concentrate like i can't even make myself sit down and do things i like like i can't I, like i can't sit through a movie like no, me neither yeah it's it's awful me neither it's it takes so much energy for me to get myself to sit down and edit this fucking podcast because i know it's going to take four hours yeah you know what i'm saying yeah three or four like it ah! <laughs> like, it just is what it is you know yeah. like i have to do it so like it makes me do it, but I've been procrastinating lately because I don't feel like I can sit still. Like, I feel like if I sit still, I'll lose the whole evening. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah, like, when we, like when we got home Sunday, mm-hmm. I was like, no, you're not doing anything else. You're not relaxing. You're not making a snack. You're not watching a show to chill out for a minute. You're starting this immediately. Yeah. And then I was like, you're going to be done before four. And I did it. Oh, like, I made job. myself do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, okay, take a break for a second. Eat dinner watch an episode of the office now finish your taxes like mm-hmm. a huge procrastinator <laughs> my mom did them the night before they were due it's fine me too <laughs> that was sunday yeah whatever I, we don't get money so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i mean that's fair i paid 200 dollars to get 30 back from the state like because all of our federal goes to that tax bill we have so yeah. <clears throat> bad decisions anyway um <laughs> so another one is irritability which of course yeah no other explanation needed. Um, <laughs> we both get that one. 100%. God, like, honey, take the trash out. Can't you see it's overflowing? Like, you know, it just, I can't even think of any other examples. That's just been one because I just can't, whatever. <laughs> Why don't you scrub the tub since you decide you need to take shower baths every day? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> contribute (laughs) (laughs) um this is fun increased sensitivity to social rejection well how about that your whole face just changed (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm also looking at some of the things that I'm going to talk about real quick, but... Right. Yeah. But, yeah. How about that? Also, avoidance of social situations. (laughs) I do not want to go, but you had better fucking invite me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But I would like to be acknowledged. Jesus Christ, Karen. Well, that's, that's what the guys do. They have like a bowling night and they're like, everyone's always invited. And I'm like, well, no one's ever asked me. And they're like, would you go? And I'm like, no. But it would be nice to be included. Yes, but I just want someone to ask. I just want to feel like you want me there. <laughs> Give me the choice. <laughs> Give me the choice to say no to you. Yes, I would like to have the option. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. Um, Those bullet points were just so perfect. Oh, together. yeah, dude. <laughs> it's always both yeah it's always both (laughs) and then so and i don't know if you have a a i just have a tiny like four point symptom list for summer sad which is poor appetite weight loss insomnia Mm -hmm. agitation and anxiety yeah that sounds about right yeah (laughs) so um either type um, can include some variation of the symptoms that occur in major depression, such as feelings of guilt, uh, <laughs> feeling guilty for not taking your dog out all the time, feeling guilty for not wanting to do anything but lay on your couch and binge watch things on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I can barely handle this uh-huh. plus work as it and my dog in my marriage with my Netflix addiction. <laughs> like, yeah. for real. <laughs> I go through physical withdrawal when we don't have internet. <laughs> me too it's upsetting like i hurt yeah (laughs) and my heart rate skyrockets (laughs) i don't even really have to have internet i have to have electricity because um i have to go to sleep with my tv oh yeah with your tv yeah that's about the only time i have my tv in my room on like and if i don't have that i don't sleep very well i'm just fucking irrational who gives a shit if I have Netflix? I have a closet full of things that I can be watching instead. Yeah. Like, but you, you want the stuff that's easy. Like, yes. I want to binge watch things and not have to hit play on every episode. And yeah. like, I wish well, there was a way to turn off the three episode, are you still watching thing? Yeah, seriously. But there's not. So, um, not that I found. If anyone's figured it out, let me know. Um <laughs> So, da, 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 I lost my place. Uh, feelings of guilt, loss of loss of interest in or pleasure in activities previously enjoyed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Um, that usually tends to be where my, like, interest in a hobby kind of shifts. Yeah. As well. I also kind of, ch- I changed jobs right at the cusp of the end of fall mm-hmm. into winter. So, like, I felt like I was busy and I kind of gave myself, used the excuse of, oh, my schedule's readjusting and I need to settle in at my new job. I was coming home and laying on the couch. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do the same shit. thing. Yeah. I was coming home and laying on the couch and watching TV. And, and then, of course, I experienced, you know, <laughs> sensitivity in social situations when my husband mm-hmm. told his cousin that nothing has changed at all since our schedule's lining up. 
And I was like, well, it's good to know that you don't enjoy sitting across the room from me and watching television and not doing anything different than we ever do. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's good to know that you don't enjoy that. Why didn't you tell me instead of your you cousin? And en- you don't enjoy me. <laughs> the fact that I'm now three feet apart from you saying nothing and doing nothing. It's literally no different. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, which I can acknowledge now. But it hurt my feelings. But we have date night now. So, yeah. Yeah. Kelly and I need to set up a date night. It's just it it just gives you something to look forward to and it gives you peace of mind of like, "Oh, I'm not it's not that he doesn't want to hang out with me today cuz we have this day." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It makes me not feel guilty for wanting to do other things during the week. It's just we keep that one day sacred and it's just it's made a world of difference. Yeah. It makes me it just it alleviates so much anxiety for me. It's wonderful. My brother does that with um, with his girlfriend as well Aww. because they're long distance. So they have yeah. picked a day that they talk on the phone at night. Yeah. Uh, this feeling is feelings of guilt. Um, I did. I was feeling like a bad wife. I was feeling like a bad dog mom. Like just, you know, feeling like a bad employee. Like I'm not doing my job well enough. Like just everything made me feel guilty. I feel like that all the time. And then I, I realize too, I'm working too hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel... I've, I do, t- I do a lot too, and then, but it's definitely worse in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. I definitely give a shit about if people like me more in the wintertime too. I'm way yeah. more sensitive to that kind of thing. Like what you were saying earlier about how like like your connection or attachment issues or something like yeah. that, where you're like, yeah, 100%, that's how I was feeling all winter. Yeah. I was just like, but I really like you guys, and I want you to like me too, and let's be best friends forever. Why don't you go ever want to hang out with me outside of work? Who ca- I don't care like you know what i mean like now now that spring's starting i'm just like i have friends yeah (laughs) i don't need more i don't have time to handle any more friendships than i have you know what i'm saying yeah so like fuck it Mm -hmm. you know which i know that logically but of course my self-conscious is a huge asshole self-conscious my subconscious is a huge (laughs) asshole fuck (laughs) um (laughs) it's okay i didn't catch it either okay i caught a lot of really bad ones in episode 11 where i was just like wow i was fucked up um um, so and then of course ongoing feelings of hopelessness or helplessness um or physical problems such as headaches and stomach aches that's definitely where i felt and uh, where, where i fell in was i i was feeling like feeling physically ill yeah a lot over the winter yeah. Like belly burn, kind of physically ill, which thankfully that CBD oil alleviates like good, wonderfully. I'm going to have to start it. I don't you have were, the money right you now. You seemed like you were so much better this yeah. weekend when you were on it. You like seemed like you could re- kind of relax and have fun. Yeah. I'm going to have to. I'm just going to have to take the dive and do it. But I just feel better. Yeah. You know, I feel like I can relax and let go. And like, like I started it around Christmas last year, mm-hmm. not this past Christmas, but Christmas last year. Yeah. And it was like, whereas before I got to a situation where I was pressed for time and I would have stressed and been like, oh, I don't have time to make cookie. I'm not going to shower. I'm not going to do this and this and this because I need to get cookies in the oven. And this time I was like, well, you know what? Sometimes cookies don't get made. I'm still going to get ready and make sure all the presents are wrapped and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just take the cookie dough over there and maybe we'll make, we'll have time to make cookies over at, the, at Josh's parents' house. Yeah. Like I was able to take a step back and think it through. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that was more logical and not quite so just like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
and without feeling like I'm going to vomit. Um, <laughs> or like my back is in so many knots, it will literally compress my spine. Yeah. Which is how I feel right now because I didn't take my second dose today. So um, <laughs> That's why you were shoving the CBD at me. You knew. <laughs> yeah. You knew what I was doing. Yes. <laughs> I, did, I said that in the car. I was like, do you want to? And you're like, no. And I was like, fuck. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to make you, but... Yeah, before we went, I was like, like before we went to the show and stuff, it was like, did you take it? <laughs> no, I should. Yes. <laughs> yes, you should. Yes, you should. <laughs> God damn it, you should. <laughs> but we were in the rain, you know? Like, that's something yeah. that would have upset you, and you would have been like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, instead, it was like, fuck the weather. <laughs> Instead of blaming yourself, because it wasn't your fucking fault, but you would have blamed yourself, and I would have done the same thing if I had planned the weekend and it had fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, just take care of yourself, girl. You don't have to feel like that. (laughs) So, um, wow, we are off topic. So, (laughs) I completely lost my place. Okay, so, um, symptoms of SAD tend to occur, reoccur at about the same time every year. So whether it's spring, fall, winter, summer, it's got to come around. It cycles through at about the same time. Mine is usually just winter, not so much fall. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I really enjoy fall. Everything that I'm excited about happens in the fall. Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So to be diagnosed with SAD, the changes in mood should... And I know that I can find house decor that everyone else would consider Halloween decorations. Um, (laughs) because I'm a big, big weirdo. So um, <laughs> so to be diagnosed with SAD, the changes in mood should not be direct result of obvious seasonal stressors, like being regularly unemployed during the winter or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's like, it's it comes seemingly from nowhere, kind of. Yeah. Where, like, of course, you may have things in the past that make you feel, like what you were saying about summer, mm-hmm. like some of the worst times of your life happened in the summer. So that's yeah. why it reoccurs in the summer for you. Yeah. For me in the winter, I know I'm not going to be outside ever. And I know that I'm trapped, which preys on my claustrophobia, which then makes me feel like I can't do anything. And like I have no control over my surroundings. And that's why winter is hard for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I really, I just really don't like being in a box. Yeah. And that's why I I'm honestly sure. can't even call myself bisexual, really. I just feel fluid. Like, that's yeah. just, I'm just not anything. I feel, I really identify with Sarah, pa- what's it, not Sarah Palin. Oh my God, huh? no. No. I identify with Sarah, Sarah Palin. Pa- Sarah Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> like, she refuses to identify one way or the other. Yeah. Because she's just like, it'll be a thing. So, no. <laughs> I love who I love. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've kind of gotten the same way. Like, um, if someone asks, I'll identify as like demisexual, but mm-hmm. I mean, really it just, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Like I've had good relationships with both. Right. There we go. Yeah. So, um, that's not even remotely related to what we're talking about, but anyway, <laughs> I thought I, I made a connection anyway. Um, so, uh, da, 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 da. so usually this form of depression is mild or moderate, uh, however, some people experience severe symptoms that leave them unable to function in their daily life. So, like, I have kind of mi- mild to moderate depression year-round. So, when it becomes more intense in the winter, it means it's major. 
Yeah. It turns into major depressive disorder for me. Some people, not everyone has clinical depression. Some people just have this. So maybe they just might feel a little bit worse in the winter or the summer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what it means. I don't like to place a blanket, you know. Blanket statements are for chumps. Yes. (laughs) Like t-shirt idea. Um, (laughs) Did you make that up? I did. Okay. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) That was really good. I've had a lot of one-liners this week. Girl, you killed (laughs) at our t-shirt party. I did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So actually I found this really interesting. I guess because of all the like weight gain and appetite and physical symptoms that can manifest from SAD, like I guess seasonal affective disorder can be misdiagnosed as hypothyroidism, hypoglycemia, or a viral infection, like, such as mono. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Because mono makes you really tired all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. I just never thought of it. I thought that was really kind of fascinating. I've never had mono, so, and I haven't ever met anyone that's had it, so I don't know. My mom had it once. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. You can be really susceptible when you're trying to do too much. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, then I'm surprised I haven't. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's also, it's passed through saliva. So she works in a school. Mm. It's the kissing disease is what it's called, you know? And it stays in your system like herpes forever. So you can have a flare up. Ick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not herpes, but it's not... (laughs) It's not nearly as serious, but oh, like yeah, no. you, you can like you once you have it once, it's more likely you'll have a flare up later. Yeah. You'll 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 deal with it pretty much for the rest of your life, like seasonal depression, kind of. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um so definitely this is one of those things where it's like make sure you get second opinions on things, make sure you're looking at the whole picture. Like it's not just about your physical symptoms and it's not just about taking a pill. It's about looking at your the, at the big picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you only feel like you have hypothyroidism or hypoglycemia once a year, that's probably a pretty good indicator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I would think, but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very tired. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. Um, mm, so causes, who gives a shit? I mean, it's just, who knows? It's just one of those things. But something I did find really cool. Um. Yeah, it just, it says, the first sentence is, the cause for SAD is unknown. Shocking. Um, (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, but there is some evidence as far as, like, brain chemistry, Mm -hmm. which I found really interesting. Um, Because, you know, how some things, it's, like, low levels of serotonin or, you know, a lot of depression is low levels of serotonin. Yeah. This seems to be kind of an overproduction of melatonin. Which melatonin is also a vitamin that you can take to help you sleep, but it's something that your brain produces naturally to help you fall asleep yeah so it can be kind of an overproduction of that so it's uh, melatonin is a um it's a hormone secreted by the pineal gl- pineal not pineal not the penal gland <laughs> <laughs> is a penal gland a thing i don't think so i, I mean think a, it's pineal a pineal 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 i don't know dude uh, <laughs> i don't know my mom made fun of me for the way that i said iowa <laughs> so. what is that oh iowa yeah did you say iowa yeah instead of the state like the state iowa it's yeah. iowa okay <laughs> i don't understand what i'm doing wrong <laughs> iowa you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable you're saying iowa well i'm sorry hermione <laughs> it's Leviosa. <laughs> 
watch Nephew Saw. It's like when Josh says guitar instead of guitar. <laughs> well, that's a country thing. Or a hotel. <laughs> we got to go back to the hotel. hotel. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Kentucky thing for sure. My dad says it to you sometimes and it makes me laugh. Did you leave it back at the hotel? <laughs> and I'm like, you're from Indiana. <laughs> um, Iowa. There you go. I always call it Iowa. It, it sounds like a moon around mars when you say it like that like europa <laughs> or something i don't know well i am sorry don't apologize the of iowa. <laughs> iowa it makes it sound exotic like it's an elvish land <laughs> that's not the first time someone has said that to me that's really funny <laughs> um so anyway so <laughs> melatonin is a hormone secreted by the pineal 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 gland that regulates the sleep-wake cycle um so dark darkness because the days are shorter yeah um darkness stimulates the production of melatonin preparing Uh, the body for sleep yeah that makes sense i feel like uh like i would come home because i worked eight to 4 40 it the sun would be down by the time i got home yeah every night so i would leave the house it would barely be up i would get two seconds of sunlight and by the time i left it was gone. Yeah, it was gone. Or the sun would be starting to set even, like just to the point where I couldn't, that nothing. It was, yeah. and it felt so late. It yeah. felt like it was 10 o'clock at night and it was like six, See, you know? I love it when it gets like that because I'm really okay without the sun because I don't feel so gross. And um, Is it because you like sweat? Yeah. And you feel like stinky and yeah like sweaty and stuff okay because mm-hmm. i'm very hot natured i have to sleep with a fan on every night like our house is 60 degrees like it can i tell you something uh-huh you know what helps what dating somebody who loves you and makes you feel like it doesn't matter oh this will be interesting <laughs> I'm intrigued to watch this little social experiment and see how this improves <laughs> and see how like the like being with someone who actually really likes you and really cares about you and is actually compatible with you. I'm yeah. really intrigued to see what this does for your confidence. Oh, because it does wonders. Let me tell you, just kind of like having a husband that can't smell. Yeah. Does wonders for your confidence about people going down on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was so sweet. Like. She was texting me today about what she's going to wear because we're meeting each other for the first time next week. And I'm like, I'm sure whatever you wear will be cute. And I was like, I'm just going to be wearing. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to be wearing whatever I wore to work. And she's like, well, you always dress cute for work. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) And I mean, not really. I don't feel like I do. (laughs) I don't think you're pretty casual at work, aren't you? Well, I mean, I wear black active wear pants and then like I'll wear like a. You usually wear a cute top, yeah. don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't wear the leggings that make it look like you don't have pants on. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does the double take, and it's so fun. Yeah, you scared the shit out of me one time. You came in, and I was like, that's barely covering your butt. And you were, and then I like looked again, and I was like, oh, you do have pants on. My bad. <laughs> but that's a testament. It makes it makes me feel better about the rest of my skin because it actually looks like i have skin what do you mean it looks like you have skin like my my skin is so translucent well yeah mine is too just embrace it we're both glow in the dark because we're you know (laughs) we're white ridiculously white glow worms (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> so, <laughs> as uh, Josh said that to me last summer, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if I was naked or what, but he was like, you need a tan. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't remember it. He never remembers things like that. Just like how he doesn't remember that when I was like, I feel like I'm putting on weight. And he was like, well, you better shrink down because you're not buying any new clothes. He was, <laughs> he was kidding. But I was like, oh, oh yikes. <laughs> and he doesn't remember saying that, of oh. course. Um, but I did send her this picture the other day because like I, I got a new. Oh, it's that's really cute. Yeah, It's a 5X top. But I turned it into a dress. Maybe make a happy face when you send pictures of yourself. I was tired. You look upset (laughs) and angry to be wearing what you're wearing and angry to be sending the picture. (laughs) You look upset about everything. (laughs) You're just like. (laughs) Fine, I'll send you a picture. What? You look cute, but you look angry. (laughs) I was tired. It was a long day. (laughs) That's fair. But I texted her and I was like, I feel so cute today. I feel really cute in these colors. And she's like, you can't just say that and not send me a picture. Well, that's fair. (laughs) I'm with her there. (laughs) So yeah, so as the winter days get shorter and darker, melatonin production in the body increases and people tend to feel sleepier and more lethargic, which is actually why I can't take melatonin as a sleep aid because it makes me feel groggy and depressed if I take it too many times in a row. So I just, Mm -hmm. I can't take it anymore. If I need a sleep aid, I take Benadryl. Yeah. (laughs) You can't be allergic if you're asleep. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, truthfully, that's what I do. And I use essential oils and things and I diffuse things that make me feel calm and, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, I mean... I've got a pretty good routine down now, but melatonin didn't work for me. That's why I had to go on like a prescription blood pressure medication. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you just said that yours, yours manifests in more of an insomnia thing. Yeah. 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 And my, my psychiatrist was like, oh yeah, I have to remember with you, you're the opposite. Right. (laughs) Well, and I was also going through a giant adjustment. Mm Mm-hmm like a whole sleep adjustment as well because I am a night owl and I've been working nights slash afternoons slash late mornings for two years, years, you know? And besides before that, I I was self-employed, you know? And so it was like, it's... It's it's been an adjustment to get back onto like more of what I call the teacher schedule yeah. where, you know, it's up at the same time every day, which is why I fucking woke up at 730 on Sunday morning in our hotel room and then peed 15 times. <laughs> God. And I tried to go back to sleep. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I do hate that. It makes like, we wouldn't go to bed until like what? Two or three. Yeah. And I fucking woke up at seven thirty. Yeah. Which is the time I need to be leaving for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, I didn't hear a thing. Oh, well, good. I I knew you were out. (laughs) You're a sound sleeper. I was fine. Like, I just, I know that I wake, I wake Josh up, you Mm -hmm. know, like, because our bed is so creaky. Oh, yeah, it is. I I felt so bad the other morning when I was, like, trying to sneak out of it, and uh, that just didn't work. No, yeah. (laughs) He he gets up at 6 or 5.30 or whatever and showers, and then I have to actively make myself try to go back to sleep while he's in the shower. Yeah. So, whatever. Anyway, um... (laughs) Again, another tangent. So, so, and then alternatively, people with SAD may have trouble regulating their levels of serotonin, um, which is a neurotransmitter that um, influences mood. Uh, finally, research has suggested that people with SAD may also produce less vitamin D in response to sunlight. Yeah. Um, 
Vitamin D is believed to play a role in serotonin activity, and insufficiency of vitamin D is associated with clinically significant depression symptoms, which I actually was going to tell you about because one of my coworkers has this really badly, mm-hmm. and because we don't have like windows where we work and stuff, um, his doctor suggested, which is another thing where I get into treatment here in a second, light therapy is a big yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw that a lot. Yeah, and so he bought sunlight stim- simulating light bulbs nice. for his office, mm-hmm. and he's on a vitamin D supplement yeah and he is feeling a lot better oh i bet and i wondered if that was something maybe you could talk to your doctor about for summertime about like getting on a vitamin d supplement or something like that since it's hard for you to go out in the sun because that's how you can naturally get vitamin d is going out in the sun Mm -hmm. or maybe you're not absorbing enough from it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah which well i need to get back on my multivitamin because that was helping a whole lot i could tell a huge difference and i haven't been taking it the past couple of weeks i don't know why i just kind of fell out of the habit i guess i mean we all do things yeah that we know will make us feel bad yeah (laughs) because the best thing is self-sabotage yeah dude i mean Oh, this routine makes me feel wonderful. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I feel good. No. Yeah. Fuck. God, I hate myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. And so like, and going along with that, a really good thing to do to make yourself go outside. We've been talking about gardening. Yeah. Like I'm really excited now because now I can go outside and it, like that really made a huge difference. Mom and I landscaped my whole yard and so it gave me a reason to go outside every yeah. day and something to take care of that's not an animal. But, like, you know, there's something about getting dirty and watering your plants, taking care of things like that yeah. that grow that can be really beneficial. I so. got to plant my sunflower. Yay! And my lavender. Yay! We have some um, we have some tomatoes coming up. Nice. I need to go get herbs. I need oh bell peppers because I love me some bell peppers. I, I just Girl, I, I love know. them. I've got to ugh, I've got to go. I mean, so where you live obviously can have kind of effect on this. People who live in Alaska, there's a higher suicide rate up there because of the lack of light mm-hmm. for half the year. You know what I'm saying? So if you, I mean, and that's something to really consider because, like, like you've talked about wanting to move to Seattle, and to me yeah. that sounds horrendous. Mm-hmm. And now that I know that your seasonal depression is more in the summer, that makes more sense that you would move to seattle yeah where it rains all the time i would fucking kill myself if i moved to seattle <laughs> because yeah. it rains all the time and i hate it when it rains when it rains all i want to do is be on that couch in my sweatpants with coffee or hot chocolate and my dog <laughs> and a book yeah <laughs> like, i mean truly it takes so much to get me to work yeah it takes every fiber of my energy <laughs> i mean like if i don't have to be at work or something like i don't mind being in the rain at all like i i feel like really good but like the other night like i didn't want to be in it because i had a place to be yeah and, and i was spent time up. getting ready yeah but like if i if i note to self <laughs> if you're going to a comedy club pack an umbrella no matter what <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeez it's a big old burp <laughs> and it was sexy um yes it was <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> We were at Josh's parents' house last night, and his grandma's in town. Uh-huh. She has Alzheimer's really badly, so like she just doesn't think about things. And she, oh no, she farted so loud. 
her pants. <laughs> and Kathy, his aunt Kathy looked at her and she was like, Mom. And Ruby was like, what? And she she goes, what do you mean, what? Like, <laughs> and I just all laughed, his grandma included. She was like, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. She's like, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> like, Oh, my God. I mean, it was like I can't even simulate the sound with my mouth. It was that loud and juicy. And I was just like, I've never heard anyone fart like that in my life. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, my God. I farted so loud one time I scared Stevie. Yeah, like when Josh and I were dating, I farted so loud one time I woke him up in our sleep. Yeah. And I was awake-ish, and then I felt him kind of sit up and look, and then I just pretended like I was asleep, and then he just like laid back down, and we never spoke of it again until after we got married. We're like, Stevie had just come out of his room, and it happened, and like he turned around, around and like ran back to his room, and my mom was like, was that thunder? <laughs> I was oh like, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, well, we've kind of already talked about some treatment, but um, so, you know, people who live far north or south of the equator can be a little bit more susceptible because of the cha- the drastic yeah. nature of how things change. Of, of um, You know, and when you're closer to the equator, you have, like, more monsoons and things like that, but then the further away you get, you know, like, down in yeah. tropical areas and things oh, like yeah. that, so it's, like, a rainy season as opposed to, like, six months of darkness. Which is what they have up in Alaska and things yeah. like that. Um, I tried to write a story about that once. That's another reason why I wish I lived in the UK because they have such long days. Ugh. Which sounds awful to you, but I love it. It's yeah. it's it's daylight until like ten o'clock at night, so I can feel productive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it would for much longer. Yeah, that would bother me. Like I'm more productive at night. I'm more productive at night too. Like as far as like being creative and things mm-hmm. like that. But when it comes to like chores and errands and i don't know yeah i get it like it when the sun goes down it gives me an excuse to stop mm-hmm. but like when it comes to doing research for this or painting or i don't know it's just like my creativity flows a lot better at night yeah but when it comes to like stuff that needs to get done as an adult <laughs> You know? Yeah. Like being a pet mom and going to the grocery store and things like that. Like I need daylight for that. Like I was barely able to function all winter. Yeah. Because I would come home and it would be dark, which sucked. Yeah. A lot. But, um, okay. So, so we talked about light therapy. Um, so broadband light therapy is frequently used as a treatment option for people who suffer from winter depression. Um, so this therapy involves exposure to bright artificial light that mimics outdoor light for a period of time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it requires the use of a light box or a light visor worn on the head like a cap. Ooh. Which is interesting. Um, kind of like being in the Oasis. Um, <laughs> watch Ready Player One. That's such a good maybe. Uh, the individual either sits in front of the light box or wears the light visor for a certain length of time each day. Uh, generally, light therapy takes between 30 to 60 minutes each day throughout the fall and winter. The exact amount of time varies with each individual, and when light therapy is sufficient to resu- reduce symptoms and to increase energy level, the individual continues to use it 
until enough daylight is available, typically in the springtime. Mm -hmm. So stopping light therapy too soon can result in return of symptoms. So it's kind of like using an antidepressant where like you can't just like stop it cold turkey kind of thing. But it's more natural. So people should probably have an easier time. A lot of people don't like medication. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just a fact of life. To me, that's foreign. Yeah. You know, as someone who's been medicated my whole life. And yeah. I mean, it's like needing a pair of glasses and saying, no, I'll just squint. Like, why? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> why would you do that to Right. Yourself? Just like, it's literally, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, like why? You, you need it. Mm-hmm. We all need help sometimes. Um, so when used properly, the, the, the advantage though is that because it's light and it's not chemicals in your body, there's very few side effects. Yeah. No bleeding from the eyes, liver failure, <laughs> constant explosive diarrhea, <laughs> you know, serious cancer. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> the side effects that do arise could include like eye strain or headache, fatigue, a little bit of irritability, which I mean is not really uncommon from like staring at a computer screen for large long periods of time yeah you know what i'm saying um alrighty. well i visited a couple of sites when i was doing my research um i went to talkspace and i'm not going to pull too much from that article because i like i want them to um sponsor us still and i don't want to like i, yeah, I really want to try talkspace yeah. please sponsor us yeah <laughs> i don't want to step on any toes or anything but i found a really good blog from them um that's really cool yeah that talked about I didn't know that they had that. I literally thought they were just like a, a service. I didn't know that they had a whole like. Yeah. I didn't know either. That's yeah. really cool. Um, and I've been watching Sling lately because uh, mm-hmm. my mom has it on at home all the time. And Michael Phelps actually did a commercial for Talkspace. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was. Neat. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Um, you know, he eats like eight thousand calories a day or some that shit. doesn't surprise me because he swims and swimming burns so many calories mm-hmm. it's the only way reason i would ever consider getting a pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah because well, i wouldn't have to go to the public pool where people pee in it yeah to get sw- you know what i mean <laughs> yeah believe me i yeah <laughs> i really do want to like go swimming a lot this summer though i feel so much better when i swim me too i like being in the water I get really creative when I get in the water. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's why I take, a, like, a lot of baths, and I'll, like, write while I'm in the bathtub. Oh, that's fair. I, I like being underwater a lot. Me too. Which is weird, because I really hate silence. Mm-hmm. But it feels like safe silence when I'm underwater, yeah. if that makes any sense. It does. It's like... I don't know. Anyway, so this is for our other podcast called Water. <laughs> the Miracle of Water. <laughs> and how it's magic. <laughs> Which it is. But that's for our other podcast. Um, <laughs> this podcast is about sad. Yes. <laughs> sad. Sad. You sound like a Trump tweet. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that email that my grandmother sent no oh my god it was so funny um was it a giant trump tweet no it was it was a this could be us but you play an email (laughs) she um this is after this was like a few months after i decided i just didn't want to have anything to do with her anymore Mm -hmm. and um she sent me (laughs) what she sent 
me this article and it was like 15 things grandchildren learn from their grandparents and <laughs> and then you send back and you say none of this applies to us <laughs> like yeah <laughs> but in the in the email she goes this <laughs> oh no what did she say for fuck's sake um she was like, we're missing out on all this good stuff. Sad. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, my God. It, so, yes, it was a giant Did you, Trump Was tweet. it stuff about, like, values and things like yes. that? Yeah, yeah. None of those were taught. Yeah. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I just deleted it, but I got the, a good giggle. The value of not pissing yourself. <laughs> Sad. Sad. <laughs> this could be us, but you playing. <laughs> Sad. Fake news. <laughs> so huge oh lord okay <laughs> we're 100 percent making fun um <laughs> yes absolutely we're making fun of your grandmother and trump at the same time and i don't feel bad about it at all continue yeah. um, <laughs> your grandma's a piece of shit yeah anyway <laughs> so um all right i'm just gonna call this summertime sadness <laughs> because i love lana del rey okay um she has a great song called summertime sadness i don't think i've ever heard of her because i live in a hole it's fine. She's she has a song called Pepsi Cola, and it starts with "My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola." Wait, is this the chick that did the song about butt sex? What song is that? The one about the se- that's the sex Jesus can't see or whatever that you had no. to listen to on our like first business meeting that we had <laughs> about this podcast. No, those were comedians. This oh, is just okay. a, like okay. a regular singer. Gotcha. And okay. she um. <laughs> That shit was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she um she also has a song called Diet Mountain Dew, which is really nice. But like um anyway. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, girl weird. crush. <laughs> <laughs> um so um on this article from Talkspace, um, they talked a little bit about summertime sadness and um some causes are uh, during the summer at least, um, are increased expectations. Um, increased expectations yeah so we often think of summer as a time in which we spend um most of our days out and about enjoying our respective cities and taking time to bask in the sun's rays Uh, but for those living with summer depression it can be hard to meet these expectations um and also many people spend their free time at beaches um Mm -hmm. and this often means more revealing clothing due to the hotter temperatures uh concerns about body image are exacerbated for everyone and um those living with seasonal depression may feel that burden more severely and i experienced that a lot myself like or like you feel like you should lose a bunch of weight and like be okay with a crop top and yeah like that girl i'm not okay with a crop top I'm actually getting a little better with crop tops. I have one that I really love and like I feel a little better about it. Like I would feel I'm getting better about it because like Amanda wears them a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I see her on Instagram. She wears them a lot. Amanda from Wine and Crime, she wears them a lot. And like they all have regular bodies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And That's it fair. is still hard to take selfies, but it's fine. <laughs> I need another drink. <laughs> Here, take the rest of mine. um so another one is coping with the weather itself um so research indicates that those living with mental health conditions are predisposed to weather sensitivity um 
With extreme summer temperatures and humidity, weather changes can be limiting for those with summer seasonal depression. Um, it may also be so draining and burdensome that the depression seems even more difficult to push through. Uh, just because, like, you've got dehydration and yeah. intense sweating and, yeah. <laughs> See, and that's where we differ because I don't like clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fair enough. I also, no, I just, I don't like sleeves mm-hmm. in particular. So, like, it's it's warm now. I am in a tank top. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> and that's just stems from when I was younger and like they for they when we were younger. It's been recent that they have decided that like, you know, everyone's not the same size. Yeah. It's taken them thousands of years to realize that. <laughs> um and so like I could never find pants that were long enough and I could never find sleeves that were long enough. Mm. And so I used to and, and so, you know, stuff hits me weird. And then I was insecure because I was so skinny and it shows this like wrist bone or whatever. And so it would hit right above my wrist bone and accentuate how skinny and gangling I was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like I would wear giant hoodies that I could pull down over my hands and things mm-hmm. like that or no sleeves at all because then nothing's around here accentuating anything that I'm insecure about. Yeah. Which I'm not insecure anymore. But, you know, See, like I have these stretch marks on my arms. <clears throat> Then I like to cover up. I have stretch marks here where my hips just like exploded. Yeah. When I was younger. (laughs) (laughs) I have stretch marks on my stomach too. They're They're war wounds. Yeah. I saw that from a mom not too long ago. I did too. I think I know what post you're talking about. Yeah. I saw that online. There was a post and she was like, this is my fucking body. It's, it's created three humans. Yes. I have stretch marks and fuck you. Like, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's exactly how you should see it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that that is awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm a human and I'm alive. Yes, I have stretch marks. Yeah. I lost weight and uh, I, I gained weight and lost it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> which, <sighs> my arms are what I'm insecure about right now, too, but yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. It also doesn't look bad when I'm looking in my mirror, but when I go to take a selfie or something, it's like, yep. oh, you're like 7,000 pounds. Not like that, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like, oh, you're clearly 200 pounds right now, or 250, or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. I just feel twice as big as I am when I take a selfie, and then I'm like, nope, not posting it. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. That's why it takes me like four months to update my profile pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, four and a half, actually. It's got to be a good picture <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I keep fucking talking. It's okay. I'm gonna shut up. Um, I've only got a few more. Uh, let's see here. So there's also like really bad financial and familial challenges. So because of like vacations. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so there's pressure to go on vacation. Um, and then there's also the increased financial burden of trip costs and time off may be a contributing mm-hmm. factor. Yeah. Um, and then there's also... Like if you don't have paid time off. Yeah. And then there's also spending a whole lot more time with your family. <laughs> Which can be stressful for some. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this article mainly focused on like parents with their children because like now they're having to keep this child entertained all day when yeah. they've been entertained at school. 
That's fair. Yeah. yeah. What will we do with our children? It's a snow day. Let's go <laughs> rent seven movies. <laughs> Let's rent 20 because we're in case. getting a flurry. Because it's better to be overprepared than underprepared. <laughs> yeah. I might have to talk to my child. <laughs> I think Daniel Tosh has a joke about that. Yeah. Where like, they, uh, is about like gay marriage or something. Uh, have you heard that one? No. Where like they did a commercial where it was like, what if your daughter comes to, where they, they it was like a little girl and she came home and she was like hey i learned today at school that it's one day i could marry a princess if i want and they're like what will you do if your daughter comes home and says this and he, he goes so collectively everyone in california said oh my god we're gonna have to talk to our kids nope <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i created this thing but i want nothing to do with it no <laughs> It can fend for itself. I don't want it to affect my life. That's my nanny's job. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Not that there's anything wrong with having a nanny. Good God. Or gay marriage. It was just a funny joke. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Send your emails to... <laughs> um, to talkcrooked at wedontcare.com. <laughs> But, yeah, I I found a lot of similar stuff that you did that, I mean, it's mainly winter depression, only some of the, um, oh, God. What are some of the, like, different treatments for when it's summertime as opposed to winter? Because, like, Um, all I found, like, if it's light therapy, that's not going to work when you're getting depressed because the sun is out. Yeah. Well, um, one thing that my therapist and my psychiatrist and I have all agreed on and decided um is raising your medication uh, okay, going up just a like dose seasonally yeah because uh, we're gonna keep mine up from like April to September mm-hmm. because that gets me through the summer months and gets me through the stress of starting school again and um then we're gonna go back down to a regular dose and like see what happens because uh, it's a social experiment. Right. Because <laughs> my life experiment. is a social experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is how it feels until you find the right cocktail. Yeah. <sighs> and um, another thing that I read was like taking a nap and whenever you can so that you're like. So that you're well rested. Yeah. And so that you're not having to like see the sun and not getting overstimulated like by that to yeah take a nap instead of fighting it yeah i guess and mm-hmm. beating yourself up over it that makes sense yeah um let me see here um i was reading i did find one story and like there there were so many facts in here that i couldn't really call it a story so i don't really want to read the whole thing um Let's see. I found a lot about FOMO, like fear of missing out. That's kind of one of the things that gets about you. About what? About fear of missing out, which is also called FOMO. F-O-M-O. FOMO. I've never heard that. You have Fear of missing out? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an acronym? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that took you a good minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said, you said it like it was a clinical term. <laughs> Yes, Forgive we're both doctors. Me. Good God, <laughs> forgive me for not understanding that. You said it like it was like claustrophobia or xenophobia or something like that. Oh, FOMO? You haven't heard of FOMO? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's what? Just, it's blown up. Like the, that term has blown up in the past couple of years. You're missing out. Yeah. That's me. I want to be invited. 
<laughs> I'm not going to come. Well, I mean, when I was a little kid, I used to pee myself because I wouldn't go to the bathroom because I didn't want to miss anything. Oh, I still do that a lot. I don't pee myself, but like I still like hold it the whole time I'm at someone's house or yeah. something like that because I don't want to miss anything. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like really go into a lot of this because it would just really be repeating what you said because there wasn't really good story because I it's too vague like everything I well, saw was it's too so vague. rare you said it was one yeah. percent of the people that have this yeah so and they like the time article that I was reading from um or that I was pulling from as well this was about a 43 year old woman Oh, wow. And that was kind of, that was interesting to me. And like she ended it with um, a quote that I think that we would both love. Okay. <laughs> this isn't just me being petty or wanting to keep to myself or be a little hobbit. She <laughs> says, it's nice to know that it's real and I'm not alone in this. I just yeah. wish other people would be able to understand it as well. Right. And like she talked a lot about like going to her therapist and talking to her therapist about it. And like her therapist was the first one that told her, oh yeah, it sounds like you have this. Um and that was I never really knew it was a thing until I went to therapy either. And it was really validating to be able to talk to my therapist a little bit about this today because I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this flares up really bad every summer. <laughs> like, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, it's very rare, but it does happen. And, um, well, especially if you have a particular amount of trauma in the summer. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's not just lack of light or whatever, you know, like that, that, that would make, it would make sense that it would be more summertime for you for sure. And like to go into that a little bit more, cause I didn't really have a story. Um, we'll just talk about your own. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what everyone's here for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like five people that listen, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, um, every summer, like my mom couldn't really afford childcare for me because mm-hmm. um, she was a single mother. Um, but I would be sent to stay with my grandmother a lot. And again, we've talked a little bit about the trauma from that. We've, so I'm not going to even. We've established that she's a huge piece of shit. Pile of shit <laughs> and waste of a human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember one time during the summer, I ended up staying up all night because insomnia. Right. And um she had gotten these kids that came from a church in Alabama and like um, this church was like going around the country or going around like that part of the country at least to um, like build things for people, kind of like a habitat for humanity thing. Mm -hmm. But she got them to come out and build a ramp for her, for her back door so that she could like get out to her car easier rather than having to go down the stairs. Um, And, she had these kids come. Keep in mind, these kids had all volunteered their time. Mm-hmm. That's what they had decided to do with their summer. And they wanted to help someone. Yeah. Who needed help. Mm-hmm. She got so mad at me because I ended up sleeping all day because I hadn't been able to go to sleep the night before. I ended up sleeping all day. And apparently that was lazy, mm-hmm. according to her. And she screamed at me like nobody's fucking business and like my my mom kind of understood and like she came and got me and picked me up and like took me home and we went to the store and we got stuff to make sandwiches and stuff for these kids and like we were going to bring them snacks and stuff for the next Mm -hmm. day we called my grandmother while we were 
when we were going to the store to ask her if she wanted anything and she ignored our calls. She ignored our calls all night. So the next day we walked in with all these snacks for these other kids and she's like, well, why didn't you get me anything? We were like, we tried to call you and you wouldn't answer. And was pissed at me for that too. And I like ended up having to go help them build this deck that she didn't need. No. And um, it ended up like they did a really good job, but it ended up falling apart after a few years because it was done by children. Mm-hmm. And um, I had I had one of my favorite teachers in high school. He was a wonderful man. God bless him. Um, he was also a handyman. And I was like, I really need her porch kind of redone because there are nails and boards coming up mm-hmm. and everything. Do you like, do you have any experience? I mean, even with- if like you'd gotten someone who was a carpenter to do that one, yeah. that happens. Yeah. After a while. It's yeah. fucking wood yeah. that's outside. You know, I mean, well, it was, he pretty much had to redo the deck. The whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You also have to take care of it. Yeah. And I can guarantee you she wasn't. Yeah, no. Because your grandmother has no fucking business calling anybody lazy. Yeah. When I was growing up, I was never allowed to go in any other room without asking everybody in the room that I was with if they needed anything. I mean, I remember my grandmother would not speak to me for hours if I went into the kitchen and got like a snack and didn't ask her if she wanted anything. She would point out that I hadn't and then not speak to me for hours. I can't relax because I have to be able to explain everything that I'm doing. And why I'm doing it that way. Yeah, I notice you doing that now. Now that you've pointed it out before, I've started to notice you doing it more. Yeah. And um, I remember one summer, she, um, and keep in mind, I had to go stay with her. That was my option. Like, I wasn't old enough to stay at home by myself. And your mom couldn't afford help. Yeah. And I remember one day, she was really sick. So, she stayed in her room all day, which, fine, whatever. So my mom like got me snacks and stuff to have during the day because she, we all knew that she was sick and like, she didn't want me going back there and bothering her for anything. And like, um, she didn't basically were just in a house with an adult. Yeah. She didn't want me, um, like she didn't want me to not eat because I felt like I couldn't eat anything in the house because it was all like molded or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she wanted me to have like something of substance. So, you know, I, I did whatever I needed to do for her. And like, I would like, I just kept myself entertained and, um, she heard like one of my chip bags or whatever rustling throughout the day. I'll be damned if I didn't get home and didn't get a call from her. Where are my peanut butter crackers? And I was like, what peanut butter crackers? Oh yeah. It gets worse. And she was like, I had a whole six pack. No, I had an eight pack of six pack. You know how, yeah. like, when you yeah. buy those snacks. Yeah, an eight pack of peanut butter crackers. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She they come six to a packet. I get them at the vending machine every yeah. day. <laughs> 50 cents. Yeah. She was like, um, I had a whole pack of those and I can't find them anywhere. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't touch them. I didn't even know you had them. And she was like, well, I heard something rustling all day. And I was like, that was a bag of chips that, that mom I, bought me this yeah, morning. That I bought for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I need you to quit lying to me. And the next day, my mom had to take me there, and she made me search the kitchen for two hours for these peanut butter crackers. For the peanut butter crackers that her fat ass ate? Yeah. 
And then when I not into body shaming, but fuck her. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no, I'm not sorry. (laughs) When um, when I couldn't find them, she sent me to my room and wouldn't look at me all day. Wouldn't didn't feed me. Didn't um, didn't want anything to do with me. And wouldn't look at me as I walked out the door when mom came to get me when she got off work. And mom was like, okay, well, you're never going there again. Oh, thank God. (laughs) And uh, we we called up my best friend. And I ended up, like, staying with her for the rest of that summer. But Good. uh, Yeah. Um, Because my mom finally. One thing that your mother, like, recognized. Good Lord. Yeah. Like, I was texting my mom the entire time I was having to look through this kitchen. I'm like, you would not believe what she's doing. And, um. She got over, like, not wanting to leave me at home by myself. She was like, uh, you would be better off yes. with another 12-year-old. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd be better off home alone. Mm-hmm. And, like, she couldn't leave me at our house by myself for reasons that I don't want to get into on the podcast. Um, but, like, I went and stayed with a friend because she was like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> like, my daughter is going to be fed and not be locked away in a room. All day. And not made to feel guilty for eating food. Yeah. And I'm like, even if I, even if I had done that, why would I lie about it? And why would I eat an entire box? Of peanut butter crackers. Yeah. Like, and she, she to this day thinks that I did that. And thinks that I lied about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I ever, yeah, anytime I ever did anything quote unquote wrong in high school, she would bring it up. That would be the first thing she'd fucking bring up. Well, you ate all my peanut butter crackers? Yeah. She's a liar. She ate all my peanut butter crackers. Drop the medicine on the floor 30 (laughs) feet away and say, fuck you and walk out. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) Yeah. It's right there. Get it yourself, bitch. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> but anyway, those were the kind of things that would happen to me during the during summer. During the summer. Yeah, that makes and sense. And that's why I have this idea. <laughs> I think it's time for a game. Well, hang on. I had some okay. things here. So, like, as far as, like, treatments and things, like, I had some things about, like, self-care. Okay. Because that's kind of more important if you have the mild to moderate, which is more common. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just really about, like... This is kind of so. This is kind of the call to action that I'm doing of just like really making sure you're monitoring your own mood and energy level, and just kind of here's my challenge, I guess, to all of us is to really try to become self aware and to really try to pinpoint your emotions and take a step back and think, why am I feeling this way? Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of us can tend to be really reactionary when it comes to maybe being a little more depressed in the winter or you know any kind of situation a lot of us can be really reactive and that's something that I'm learning to overcome I've always kind of just thought of myself as like oh I'm just a reactive person <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. so like through therapy and through really and through the practice of identifying your mood and identifying your emotion the exact emotion not oh I'm angry Mm. Oh, I'm mad. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, I'm happy. Like there's a spectrum of emotion in between. If I'm irritated, I'm frustrated, I'm depressed, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm elated, I'm rejuvenated. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> yeah. so many different, there's, there's so much more than just the basic four or whatever you want to call it of scared, sad, mad, happy. Like it's yeah. not just that. There's everything's a spectrum. Um, <laughs> so just really make sure that you monitor that and that you can really pinpoint what's upsetting you 
why do I feel like I have low energy? People come up to me at work all the time and they're like, man, I just don't feel like doing anything. And I'm just immediately, I'm like, it's because it's rainy. Yeah. It's because it's cloudy today. And they're like, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, that makes sense. It immediately clicks into place. Um, so, and then of course, take advantage of available sunlight. That's something we're doing at work right now is that f- we're deciding that we are going to actually take our 10 minute breaks mm-hmm. and we're going to go outside yeah. for those 10 minute breaks and we're going to get sunlight. Because one of my coworkers got put on a vitamin D regimen and stuff like that because he's not getting enough sunlight because he got diagnosed with this specifically because he went to therapy. Um, (laughs) And they all go and that makes me stop and go do it and prioritize myself. So like get a friend, take advantage of being outside, maybe garden, get a plant, get a pet, take your dog outside, go for a walk, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just get out and absorb the natural sunlight. Yeah. That'll be very helpful unless you have s- summer depression. <laughs> In that case, stay inside and sleep. Right. And then it says um, plan plan pleasurable activities for the winter slash summer. Like for whatever season it is that you have the problem, mm-hmm. plan something pleasurable. It doesn't have to be like you said about how like vacation can be a financial strain for the summertime. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be something like that. Plan a girl's night. Yeah, go to your that's friend's been house extremely st- helpful. Yeah, like go to your friend's office house and stay the night. Mm-hmm. Go over, plan a game night. Um, you know, invite, invite people over. Make yourself do it because isolation is always the enemy of something like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely doesn't. There are plenty of things you can do for free. Mm-hmm. So have someone come over and work a puzzle with you for fuck's sake. Like that doesn't yeah. cost anything except maybe like, you know, the dollar in gas it might take to get to their house. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless you live an hour away from all your friends like me. Um, so, um, and then another thing is plan physical activity. So that's, I mean, again, that's why I got a dog that's energetic. He makes me go outside. We go for walks. Yeah. Which was also a thing. We always had energetic dogs when I was growing up. So going for a walk is something that brings me a lot of joy because we used mm-hmm. to go for walks a lot. And that was not a place to be yelled at. It was not a place to where my mom could be irritated because I wasn't folding the laundry or doing things without her asking me to. Like, you know, it was <laughs> yeah. just pure conversation and it was all, I've, I have no negative memories of going on a walk. So it's like it, it's it just brings me so much joy and pleasure to go for a walk and then it also was exercise so you can just check that off your list for the day yeah <laughs> um, um or gardening you know something that's positive no matter what this what the season is yeah maybe if it's winter and you can't go outside give yourself the goal of stepping on the elliptical for a few for a few minutes pull out your wee fit that you haven't played with in forever do a few push-ups get on pinterest and look up a whole bunch of exercise regimes and try out three or four of them because you'll quit after three days on one you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah let yourself be human and then it says approach the winter season with a positive attitude (laughs) i mean like there's christmas i don't know what else like in Kentucky, we haven't had a lot of snow lately, so there's not yeah. really much to really be excited about. It's been, it's just been like rain. <laughs> yeah, just like, weird rain just in like the middle sh- of winter. Yeah, like shit weather. So like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like a good time to plan fun indoor things. Like, oh, let's make a bunch of chi- Let's have a chilly night or you know or like binge harry potter yeah let's pick something and binge watch it or something to look forward to that's like cozy yeah i guess let's light a fire and like snuggle or i don't know (laughs) oh there's a there's a place that i would really like to go camping oh i love camping um i i normally don't but i think if i go with the right people i would 
Let's um, go and have a seance. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'd be so scared. Let's go. Um, but it's called Bailey's Point. Okay. And it's only like $25 to rent a lot per night. And like, it's a really nice place. I love camping. Yeah. I would totally go camping with you. Aw. Josh is a huge pussy. <laughs> I I normally He's really not a huge pussy, but he sleeps in the trailer that's on the gr- the farm where they hunt. He, yeah. he he does not tent camp. <laughs> I normally really don't like it, but I'd like to try. It's really fun. You're going to have to get over the ick factor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're yeah. all going to smell. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're human beings. <laughs> I talked to my mom and I was like, I'd really like to plan a camping trip. And she's like, when do you go camping? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I have never known you to be an outside person. That's so funny. Girl, let's go. I can make camping fun. I love camping. Okay. And do you have a tent? I don't, but I can get one for my mom. Okay. Um, they have a good one, like a big one. That's like the size of this room. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, they also have a camper that's nicer than my house. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. And then it says, when symptoms develop, seek help sooner rather than later, which is something my doctor yelled at me about the last time I had a bladder infection. <laughs> Don't think you can just get over it by yourself if you haven't had help in the past. Yeah. Go and get help. That's something that I'm really grateful that I was there. This sounds super arrogant, but like, I'm just, every place that I've been employed, I feel like I've been put there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when my coworker came to me with like, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. I really was there to make sure I said over and over again, you need to get professional help. You need to go to therapy. You need to get counseling. You need to go to the doctor. Go ask. Yeah. Which I don't always follow my own advice, but at least I was there for him. Who's not someone who's had the background that you and I have had with therapy and things like that to be like, Hey, listen. And now he's so much better. Like he's well, got good. those lights in his office. He's on vitamin D. He's getting his cholesterol down. He's lost 30 pounds. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Like, at least, at least if nothing else, I've helped him. Yeah. I feel like, I hope that might be really arrogant. I probably didn't. It probably didn't matter. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, he has come to me and been like, what essential oil should I use for this? And you know, Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're friends. I don't know. Well, good. I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe he hates me. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Carrie's not insecure at all. <laughs> oh, never. Neither one no, of us. No, we're not insecure. We're totally confident and fully functional humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most functional of humans. Is there anything that you've kind of learned to help you? Because that's ma- mainly, I mean, I tried to make them for both, but like, is there anything else that you want to add to that? Because we're only at like 2.15. So like, what do you, is there anything you want to add to like things that have helped you or? Um, uh, things that have helped me have just been not isolating mm-hmm. and filling my time wisely. Um, like if I'm going to be awake, at least like I'm going to be doing something valuable with my time. That makes um, sense. Like I do a lot of writing and like a lot of the writing that I've done in the summer because like I'm so depressed and like I need something that's kind of indulgent. Like I, I write fan fiction. Yeah. Like go for um, it. That's actually helped me a whole lot. There was, there was a while where I had a role play blog and that was like, that was my thing that I did because it made me feel better. That's like, really cool. Yeah. Um, 
So just filling your time with things that make you feel good. Yeah. And like uh, I use the summer to like catch up on books that I have been wanting to read or movies that I've been wanting to watch or um, I spend time with my mom like I force her to come watch movies with me. Pull her out of the garage by her hair. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, cave woman. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to experience surround sound that you paid for. Yes. (laughs) And we're not watching trashy television that makes you depressed about being fucking poor. Because all of these women spent $5,000 on their shoes. Yeah. God. Um, And they're still mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also, like, I spend time with friends, like... I I make it a point to try to be more positive. Like I do, like when I was active in the activism community, um, like I would spend my summers doing um, work for others, like, like running, yeah, and, like yeah. running programs and um, doing summer programs at the library. And um, I don't know, just kind of finding something that you love and making sure you do a lot of it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And then not kicking yourself when you don't do that is important as well. Yeah. And like... Not kicking yourself when you break your diet or not mm -hmm. kicking yourself when you just spend a day at home because you know what? We all deserve a lazy day every now and then and we're fucking human beings and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be perfect. Yeah. We're all still growing. (laughs) All right. That's really good. Yeah. I felt good about this episode. I do too. (laughs) We needed a chill one. Yeah. Last week you made me cry. <laughs> I made myself cry. I remember too. that now. It's I think fine. I meant the level of alcoholism that I was at. <laughs> and now I'm remembering all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pick a card. Any card, my lady. Okay. So, game. Yeah. Game time. Okay. So, we changed our game, if any of you recall. Um, not that, nothing against ladies night, but we're both just super boring people. So, yeah. um, <laughs> all of those questions are like really awesome for a ladies night where you're trying to get to know people, but like, yeah. <laughs> we know each other too well. We're right. not shocked. We're like, right. And it's just like, well, like I wouldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if you had a wish, what would you wish for? Uh, more wishes? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, money (laughs) money that would solve a lot of problems right oh my god so many um it would feel better to cry in a mansion than a shack (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh god okay so um so our new one is basically a variation of would you rather so it's if you had to would you (laughs) explain every app on your phone to a 100 year old lady (laughs) She's not even going to retain anything. No. (laughs) She's going to ask you 40,000 times what the T stands for. (laughs) When you're 100, your mind is gone. Yeah. Okay. And then mine is... (laughs) Oh, this isn't good. Mine is assemble an entire warehouse of Ikea furniture. I would 100% take that one. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 100% the Ikea one. That would be so much easier. I love Ikea. It's like Legos for adults. <laughs> that would be a- amazing. That would be the best weekend of my life. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. I hope we didn't bore anyone too much. Um, 
I mean, I thought it was a fun episode, but yeah. who knows? <laughs> you guys be the judge. Um, please definitely leave us a review on iTunes. Um, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. I know yeah. that we're going to have the social media plugs here at the end, but we have so much more content planned for you guys that we, we, we want to do, and we have so many more plans for this web, for this um, this podcast, and we just feel so strongly about it. So if you do love it, please um, definitely give us a rating you can do that as many times as you want. By the yeah, way, please. you don't. If you've done it once, it it they won't mind if you do it more than once. So yeah. you know, and we won't care either. No, definitely not. We love to hear from you guys. Definitely slide into our DMs if you want. Yeah. Send us a text. Send us a message. Something. Comment on our pictures. <laughs> Let us know we're doing something right at least. Um, yeah. And uh, but more than anything, we definitely just want you to remember, uh, you are not a monster. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Check out our Tumblr blog, at Talk Crooked, for sources and photos. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Talk Crooked. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are currently a self-funded podcast, so if you would like to donate and receive a shout-out on air, please visit us at patreon.com slash talkcrooked. Eventually, we will start doing listener episodes. If you have your personal stories related to our previous episodes, email us at talkcricket at gmail.com. For business inquiries or sponsorships, email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. Okay, bye.